Unleashed and Inspired podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired podcast. Let's be honest, planning a wedding is tricky. And at Be Engaged and Inspired, we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters and leaving you feeling inspired. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome to Be Engaged and Inspired, the podcast. Okay, Sam. This is Kia from Engage Connecticut, and clearly <laughs> Sam is in a good mood this morning. Yes, this is Sam from Atmosphere Productions, Disc Jockey Service. Today's podcast will relieve headaches, stress, migraines, and if you get uh, diarrhea, you might want to listen to a different podcast. Sam? Yes. It's Wednesday. <laughs> I really hope you have a wedding tip and we can get off of bodily functions. Today's Wedding Tip Wednesday is available on the Be Engaged and Inspired Facebook group page. Or you can just simply hashtag and Google Wedding Tip Wednesday and you'll see loads of Wedding Tip Wednesdays. And this one is for all guests yes. going to a wedding, uh, COVID wedding or after COVID mm-hmm. wedding, we suggest that you don't be rude to the bartenders and waitstaff. Oh, I agree. Don't you? If you're a guest, don't complain about something minor or be rude to the waitstaff. It won't help you and it could cause unwanted drama for the bride and groom or the couple. Yeah, that's true. Also, you have to think about the thing is that they're probably handling all of your, let's just say COVID rules outside, 100 guests, and they're handling that. And you may not be aware of something else that's going around or going on. So, like, let's say you are a person who came and thought that you RSVP'd, but they don't have that you RSVP'd. Someone is very quickly trying to locate, make sure you can get to your seat. But it may look like they don't know what they're doing, but it's because they're having to go up a chain of command (laughs) to know. Same thing for bartenders. That's a lot of stress. How you take your drink, how they can legally serve it. If they say, I'm sorry, we don't have that. That's that's not the bartender's fault. They accept that. They don't have it like a little special like jacket that they open up and they like. And inside there's little. Like little nips and little extra things. Yeah, they don't have that. So whatever they're providing you is what has been provided to them by either the company or by the couple. Sometimes people don't think about this, but the bartenders are serving just what the couple wanted to actually serve to everybody. So I'm sorry if you can't do a shot of tequila. Because there's no tequila in the little area that he has. Or they can't do shots. Why? Ah, Sometimes they can't do shots. Yes, Yes. that I know. So one of the topics that I think we should cover is um, if you're hosting your own wedding like outside. An outdoor event. An outdoor event. Some tips on Mm -hmm. what you need to do. Yes. Or not do. Not do. And being a bartender, this is the perfect part. Having you know a bartending service come in, or if the couple who has decided to provide their own bar items and then... Alcohol. Alcohol. Yep. Yep. There's all sorts of legal issues with this part of it, but I'm just going to leave that part to a disclaimer <laughs> that will play really quickly somewhere at the end of some other podcast. Um, but one of the things that people don't realize is maybe they only picked two white wines, or maybe they only picked a domestic and a foreign beer. Or maybe they only have craft beer, but that is what the couple decided. That's what they wanted, and that's what they supplied for you. So walking up to a bartender and being like, oh my God, you don't have...
have Chardonnay, but you have Pinot Grigio is not not the right thing to say. I'm just going <laughs> to put that out there. But also, you have to think about the fact that if you're going to be hosting something like that, do you have coolers? Do you have places to store all of this liquor? Are you getting enough mixers, um, enough cups, enough napkins? Um, you know, people on average drink three drinks in that first hour. Yes, you've said that before. That, uh-huh. that is an excellent tip. I, I, I didn't realize that until you, you mentioned in a previous podcast. But that's important to know how much people drink. It is three drinks per person, even for the person who doesn't drink and the person who drinks a lot. They take up each other's numbers. So on average, and that's on average. <laughs> so if it's on hot. Average. Yeah, you may drink a lot more. You might drink a lot more. If it's cold, you may be drinking something that you weren't expecting to have as many people drink. Like lots of summer weddings that we have had during COVID, they don't bring as much red wine. But as soon as it becomes cold outside in the evening... Red wine is popular. Red wine is popular. Why is that? Is there? Is it's there... A, well, it, because it's kept at room temperature. It's uh, kept at the, you know, so you're not chilling it. Yeah. So if you do want a glass of, you know, a good wine, you know, anyways. So so, so we, we have a kind of a list that, uh, in, in fact, I did a blog post. That's, yeah, I'll that's, that's, that's why we're, we're doing this. Because we, we want to disseminate the information because, mm-hmm. honestly, we've been doing a lot of outdoor weddings. <laughs> and we've noticed that there's these little things that we... Probably wouldn't have thought of as much before, but now they're consistently being done uh, wedding after wedding. One of them is how much power your generator actually provides. Yes. We did a wedding recently where very nice electrician was able to have two or three generators. Mm -hmm. The one that he'd originally hooked up was (laughs) giving me way too many amps. I needed between 15 and 20, and it was giving me 30, 35. And I have one of these... um, Fancy things on my system i'm not going to go into it because it, nobody wants to know anything about my equipment uh the no we definitely the, don't the, want to know about your equipment <laughs> the piece of <laughs> equipment uh it shuts off my system uh so that i don't blow uh, the electronics mm-hmm. so i was using too much power so we had to switch to running a long cord <laughs> from the GFI plug, the outdoor plug uh, of the house. So we had a 150-foot cable that we ran from the house to my system. And even though you'd gotten there with significant time to figure everything out. Absolutely. And that's why you were able to do that. Yeah. But this is one of these things. Every generator is not equal. It's not the same. How much gas every generator takes um, is not equal. We learned that too. <laughs> Funny you say that because as soon as I played the last song. No, you played the last song. You congratulated the couple and yep. you said, God bless America. And then all, all the, of lights the lights went in the tent went. And I mean, it did it slowly because you heard the machine, the <laughs> generator go. And just went whoop and all the lights went. Everybody <laughs> cheered because it was like Sam had done it on purpose. Uh, I did. No, you did. no, no. Don't okay. believe a word of that. But here's the other thing is consider lighting. You don't realize how dark your yard becomes, especially if you've been in a tent that has lighting, yeah. everything around you seems like a dark pit. <laughs> it is. It's pitch black. It's pitch black. Yep. And it happens so quickly because you think, oh, mm. people can find their car. Plenty of mm. time. No. No. Having lighting around your parking is important. Having right. lighting outside of the tent sort of as a beacon of don't go past this point. Right. A pathway to where you need to go and not go. Yes. And not necessarily a pathway, but just a little bit of like, hey, this is still safe. You can walk in this direction. <laughs> Don't pass the lights. Lights to the restrooms are important. Lights to the cars are important. All that area should be Mm -hmm. lit up. And there should be some sort of lit path 
exiting your area. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yep. The cheapest way to do this, and I'll be honest, is you order those little white glow sticks. And as soon as it get dark, somebody yeah. cracks Crack a bunch them. of them and they walk along every 10 feet. They throw them into the grass. Somebody drives over it. It's not the Doesn't end of the matter. world. Yep. But your souls are like, this is the exit. But I will tell you, the way you had it at the, the last wedding we did together, those lanterns mm-hmm. that had a little pathway, yep. that was very nice. That was very pretty. I did. I moved those lanterns so many times. Yeah, tell me about it. One other thing, let me add with the lighting. It is not only important that you have lighting for the inside of the tents, you know, those little twinkle, mm-hmm. twinkle lights that go around, but I always recommend custom lighting, up lighting yep. that goes as well. Because as the night goes on, you might want to just unplug those twinkle, twinkle <laughs> lights and just have our up lighting around yes. the tent. With my company, I provide with the up lighting comes dance floor lighting. Yep. So the dance floor is also lit and it encourages people to come towards where the light. Come to the lights. Yes. Come to the lights. It's like in the bug's life where he's like, I can't help it. When they're like, stay away from the light. <laughs> that's but that's right. what people that's, want. That's what they want. Because people either go towards lighting of like we had a fire pit going and people were sitting around it. Yep. That was some light on the outside. So when yep. people exited the tent not knowing where to go, that's where they, they went. They saw that and headed mm-hmm. somewhere. Headed yep. somewhere. So one of the other things is having a backup plan. I know as myself personally as a wedding planner, I've got about five backup plans. Yes. If the grounds are wet, if it's been raining before, but it's no longer raining. If rain is coming, if it's cold, if it's this, we go through every single backup plan, just like you have backup plans of where you can be located. Uh, What do you mean where I'm located? Oh, oh, you mean the the layout. The layout. Gotcha. So if like we had a wedding where you were able to sort of be right on the outside of the tent. But if it had been raining, clearly you would not have been standing outside of the tent playing no, music in. My de- as you know, my default location is on the dance floor. Yes. So wherever you put the dance floor, that's where I need to be. There are some times that somebody has a bright idea, put the DJ next to the bar. <laughs> it's a great place to have the DJ. No, no it's, not. it's not. No, it's the worst place to have the DJ. It really because is. you're having what I call a clusterfuck of <laughs> people trying to get drinks and get back on the dance floor, and it's also where people are trying to exit and enter dance floor. Yes, and and I would say it's a congested area as yes. opposed to a clusterfuck. So, so the other thing that to also think about is bartenders and DJ, and in that area, you should have something for cleanup for when your guests take their drink onto the bar. I mean, onto the dance floor. Oh, and they spill. And they will. That, and they will. That's but a, lots of people don't think about that. That's an outdoor tip that definitely should be highlighted. And the yes. point of that is you need to have somebody available to clean up when that happens. Because it's going to happen. People are going to take their drinks onto the dance floor. They will spill them. I guarantee you the groom and the bride or the couple will spill their drinks on oh, the dance floor. Oh, it's always the wedding party. Of course, of course. So you need somebody to clean that up. If you're doing an outdoor wedding where you don't hire staff, you've got to figure that out yourself because mm-hmm. a slippery dance floor is dangerous. It's very dangerous. And we're going to take a quick break. So when we get back, we're going to go through some more things. And if you're looking for more additional tips that aren't going to be discussed today, remember that you can go to easyeventplanning.com because they have tons of them. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Meadowbrook Estate is the hidden gem of Connecticut. Located in Marlborough, Connecticut, we offer a -a one-of-a-kind wedding experience. With lodging for up to 30 guests, choose from our indoor or outdoor gated wedding package. This luxury venue is versatile and still fits within your style and budget. Visit us at MeadowbrookEstateCT.com. Engage CT offers couples the opportunity to work with experienced wedding planners, one-of-a-kind wedding venues, along with design and wedding rentals. 
We plan real weddings for real couples. Located in West Hartford, serving all New England, look us up on Facebook and Instagram under EngageCT and www.engageCT.com. Hey, everybody. This is Lizzie from Taking Care of Tummies and Lizzie's Catering in Coventry, Connecticut. We have been serving Connecticut since 1991. You can reach me at my website, which is lizzyscurbside.com, L-I-Z-Z-I-E-S, curbside.com, or my phone number is 860-742-3221. From my Yukon family to weddings and any special life event, we will create a personalized menu for any occasion. And remember, food is my focus. Lizzy'sCurbside.com, 860-742-3221. Hey, Sam. When it comes to finding the right professional vendor, it can seem overwhelming to know where to start. It can, Kia, unless you use EasyEventPlanning.com because they'll find perfect vendors for your event within your budget and deliver them right to your inbox. You can search through over 28 categories of party and wedding services. Get the details you need to narrow down your choices quickly with their category-specific profiles. Chat with vendors via text, audio, or video from any device. EasyEventPlanning.com will make planning your wedding or event easy from their extensive vendor directory to their free tips on favors, decorations, themes, and more. Contact them today at EasyEventPlanning.com. Hey, Aaron Miller here from Aaron Miller Photography. I'm Michelle from Destination Weddings Unlimited. This is Marty Q. Hey, everybody. This is Lizzie from Lizzie's Catering in Coventry, Connecticut. And I always listen to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. I listen every week inside of our new mobile tuxedo showroom. And I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast every single Wednesday. And you know what? It's free. 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 Free on iTunes and Google Podcasts. I suggest you listen to. You should listen to. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths, as seen on the TLC TV series Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. Heidi Hansen Photography. Fun, happy, a little unorthodox, sometimes silly, with lots of candid. Hi, this is Heidi from Heidi Hansen Photography, www.heidihansenphotography.com. I like being goofy with my couples, making them laugh, and overall just having a blast on their wedding day. Every wedding day is different, and that is what keeps my job super awesome. I service Connecticut and New York. You can find me on www.heidihansenphotography.com and also on social media. If doctors told us that we'd made a breakthrough on COVID-19, we would rejoice. We'd feel hope that we could live our lives again, get back to work, back to doing what we want. While masks are a ticket to that freedom, we can help protect others and save lives by covering our noses and mouths, which is how the virus mainly spreads. Until there's a vaccine, grab the breakthrough that's already here. When we're out, it's masks on. A message to help keep you safe. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Now, back to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast, sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. So we're back to Be Engaged and Inspired, and I'm still here with Sam. Yes. And <laughs> and you're still here with me. Yeah, as if you had anywhere else to go. Oh, I probably could find a place. We're discussing must-do tips for your outdoor wedding. Things that we found recently uh, that happen all the time, but because of COVID and doing a lot of outdoor weddings, it's kind of amplified it. It is, because people are having to plan a different way. So yes. um, one of the things that people don't think about 
they never think about. Is uh, where are you putting that beautiful pretty potty? <laughs> and the, the reason why I say it with my British accent is because we just had this interaction with this great company. They are adorable, fantastic, and they really are called pretty potties. Yeah, I don't know that you have to have the British accent. Can you say it with your very good British accent? Pretty potties. See, there we go. Or it's the lav or the bog. That's what the water go. closet or the, oh, the or the WC. Well, the WC. I was going to say yes. yes. Only rich, rich English people <laughs> call it the water closet. No, Estonians call it the water closet <laughs> oh, they too. Do. Yeah, and so do Germans, but it doesn't matter. Anyways, where you place those porta potties is very important. Whether they're trailers, whether they're actual porta potties, take it into consideration that they should not be behind things that you will be photographing so that they're in every picture of the couple uh-huh. as they're taking group shots as they're taking group shots <laughs> they should also be well lit they yeah. should really this day and age have running water whatever version it is, it is yeah as should instead, have electricity instead of a bucket that you yeah. pour you. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't have a bucket. but it is something to consider and the old rule is you i personally do not think that we should have men's and women's rooms anymore. I just think we should have just unisex bathrooms. It goes so much pass- faster. You don't have people lining up. Mm. I get it. You can make I, the little face. See, I, I like having, for instance, pretty potty ones. They do, the men's is a salon, a, a saloon. saloon salon. A salon. Yeah. That's actually how And of course, you didn't know this because you. Uh, I went in there 12 times. Yeah, I kept using that one. Because there wasn't a line. (laughs) That's true. Uh, They have Stella Mm -hmm. on draft, and they have Budweiser on draft. It's all water. Yeah, it's the tap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought that was so great. And it was very cool. But I do think if you are not going to get two restrooms for the female guests and one restroom for the men, you do have to make one a unisex and one a ladies. It is just the nature of the game. If you are outside, um, some men went to the bushes. We'll oh, just say a that. lot of men went to the bushes. Yeah. It was easier. Well, there's a whole ways to take that, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it is easier and things like that. But if you're doing this and you don't want to spend the money on having to hire too many of them, consider making one a unisex and one a ladies. But you made an excellent point. You should have, if you're going to have a ladies, you should have two ladies mm-hmm. and one gents. Yes. Or just a bucket for the guys. No, please don't have a bucket. <laughs> okay. <sighs> what else were we not thinking about, Sam? Insect repellent. Mm. Now, typically, if you're going to have an outdoor event or wedding, typically it's going to be in the warm weather because it's too cold up here in New England to <laughs> to, to have an outdoor clearly wedding. Clearly he made that statement before COVID because <laughs> all of them are outside right now. Yeah, in November and December, mm-hmm. it's a little too cold. I have but, a November one outside. Uh, so do I. So do okay. I. But I, I'm just saying. Are we at the same wedding in November? I hope not. Oh, God. Because no. I'm going to be wearing my, my fur coat. Yeah, you're a baby when it's cold outside. Mm, I am. Uh, insect repellent. It, make sure you have it there. Uh, mm-hmm. Have a little one for all the guests or several that they can yep. use. Or like a little station. Or in COVID uh, uh, conditions, you have to have the little pump things, yes. right? Well, the other thing to consider is that some couples will actually go and bomb the area before. Yes. Some people will use a fogger that morning. They last pretty well, but if you are in an area that might have like a water source somewhere else, you mm-hmm. may want to have just a little extra because some people are tastier to others than they are to like whatever. I was just going to say the same thing. The mosquitoes love my blood. They For do? For some reason, I can they be... They hate me. A, they, I can be anywhere and I am mobbed by mosquitoes. You're so popular. I am. Okay, well, so that that's just something to consider. Now, also having a station for that, you should have a hydration station. You should have some place where anybody can go pick up a little water 
that has nothing to do with the bar. And it has no alcohol in it. Yes. Absolutely. That would be what water is. No alcohol. Okay. Like, <laughs> you said they weren't having a religious moment where they made the water into wine. <laughs> there should just be something there for the person who doesn't want to go stand in line. Yep. And then at the end of the night, I like it when bartenders tend to like line the bar with water bottles. Yep, just so put them up. That's as great. guests are coming up to get their last drinks, we're encouraging them to also maybe, maybe mm-hmm. grab a little hydration with them. Mm-hmm. Something else. Yeah. An- another great outdoor uh, wedding tip is sound. Do not forget sound. Now, if you're having a ceremony that's going to be on site for mm-hmm. the outdoor wedding, we strongly suggest that you get sound for the ceremony yes. at least have a microphone for the officiant uh, as long as and, it's not super windy or you have good equipment yeah i i, I was going to get to that mm-hmm. one microphone for the officiant and uh, at least um lapel microphones for the groom or just one microphone corded it, it doesn't matter but one of the key elements i'm trying to stutter to get to is <laughs> hearing the vows that's the most important thing that most couples want the guests to hear Mm -hmm. is the vows so there's absolutely no point of having this is pre 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 covid -COVID, 200 (laughs) guests and there's no sound system well even 100 guests spread out Mm. into a space for 200 guests exactly you've got to hear those vows so mike the efficient at a minimum and do whatever else you have to do with sound we have a whole podcast on uh sound for ceremonies or you can go to my website and uh and do that but you got to have sound but then there's also sound for underneath the tent or Mm -hmm. the dance area Make sure the DJ at least has a subwoofer. You need a subwoofer, a minimum of one, for sound for dancing because what that sound is going to carry yes. with the sides up on a tent, that sound is just going to go right outside. So you need to concentrate that sound right onto the dance floor. But also having the sound go outside and be able to understand what the person is saying is really important too. Because if you have, like we did, a fire pit where people were sitting around, they were sitting in some beautiful pews from General Mm -hmm. Eclectic Mm -hmm. around a fire pit, but they didn't all of a sudden want to be like, hey, what did he just say? They wanted to hear what you were talking about, which is yeah. weird because I don't know why and anybody I, does I that. I actually had somebody come up from the fire pit with, mm-hmm. and they said, wow, it sounds great from behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they say that to you often. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> said the actress of the bishop. Yes. No. So having good sound really does matter at an outdoor wedding. And there's loads of ways you can ask your entertainment uh, to provide that for you. It may cost you a little extra. So but it's don't, worth it. don't expect, you know, two speakers and a microphone to be sufficient for a hundred people under the tent. Is that like a little Bluetooth speaker that I just pair up? Yeah, it's good. So as we're sort of getting to the end of this, but one of the things that's really important is to remember to try to make things comfortable. If it's going to be a cold night, offering things like a fire pit is really important. Mm -hmm. Having a cute little place where people can pick up some little shawls or some things or to have and to hold in case it's cold. Those round little blankets. Mm -hmm. That was a great idea and they're like two bucks from K. They're not even. Really? Cheaper? Really? Yeah, especially if you order a ton of them. 
Okay, yes, true, true. And, and from Ikea, places like that, if in case they want to sponsor us, Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> even, Swedish meatballs. No, even with 100 guests, you're not going to have one blanket for everybody. No. You'll just pick up 50, just, 40. Just, just a few of them. Yep. It's For one of it, too, it's like people would like to cuddle, especially people who came together. It's COVID-friendly. They're allowed to cuddle. They <laughs> didn't come with each other. Well, that's a whole different game. But it is making people comfortable. It's the same thing if it's really, really warm outside. People don't really think about this, but sometimes just having like one or two... Um, um, fans that are yeah. angled the other way so they're pulling the air out from underneath the tent, yep. especially during COVID, is really a good idea. Circulating the air. Just keep yep. things moving. Yep. And having, you know, people feel like they can kick off their shoes, they can't kick off, you know, just make sure the space that you're in is is as comfortable as it can be for your guest. And obviously, if you don't remember all of this or you are sort of stuck not knowing how to do this, the best thing you can do for yourself is hire a professional wedding planner. Yeah, he was supposed to, planner. I pointed at him. Well, yeah, I, I was going to get to that, but I was building up professional event planner. It is because you and I, we, like I said, we had this great big, huge wedding, which went from 250 people down to the appropriate size. We can, had food can trucks. Can you imagine if 200 people had been there? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Oh, would I would have awesome. quit. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you but, wouldn't. It was awesome. But there are things that my mind thinks about. There are things that Sam's mind thinks about that mm-hmm. I don't have to, which I'm really thankful for. Um, you know, when you're working with great catering companies, it's the same thing. You're... What you're looking at may, you may not think of all the things that are behind the scene. Like, where's the trash going? Mm-hmm. Where can people put their trash down? When is food being served? You know, our couple didn't want to have a big, huge... Um, hoopla about them cutting the cake right. but you still had to keep everybody's attention right. so you know there's just all these other little things that are going on and especially if you're in a yard there's so many ways to lose people mm-hmm. so you want to try to bring it back in so hiring somebody or hopefully multiple people who have worked together and know what they're doing just makes a huge huge difference for your own peace of mind so that you can actually enjoy it and the other thing i think you forgot parking you did a great job with the parking. Oh, I didn't. Our well, parking attendants did a well, great yeah, job. But yeah. our parking but, attendants have worked for us for many years and been yelled at right. many times when they screwed up. And they come from your company, they so they knew exactly what they're doing. They did a fantastic job in directing yep. people. And where it's to park. not just the parking attendant that they're. It's not just that they're parking a car. They're also sending messages constantly back to me, which I'm sending to you, mm-hmm. saying three yep. new guests just arrived. They're walking up. Do I let them in? Do I keep them? Mm-hmm. Because that's you know nobody wants a car driving up to the ceremony no. site at the last minute or no. people walking in when the music has changed That's and right. the yeah. bride is supposed to be walking uh, down with her daughter. You don't want that. No. no. So, any last great words of wisdom or do you feel like you've shared them all? I've, th- this episode was jam-packed with episodes. This might be like one of our longer ones. Uh, no, absolutely. I'm looking at the clock now and it's very short. We were able to pinpoint what Oh, maybe we it's because we're professionals and we know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> Okay, so where do people find your tips? Oh, uh, right on my website. You can go to all the w's.atmosphere-productions.com and you can go to our blog page and there's you just Google whatever you want in there and on our website, you'll get loads of great tips. And you can also go back and listen to any of our past two seasons of the Being Engaged and Inspired podcast. And remember, you can download us for free off of iTunes and Google. You can subscribe. You can send your questions to engagect at gmail.com and we'll do our best to add them into our podcast. And we look forward to having you listen again next Wednesday. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. 
Produced and copyrighted by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut. Thank you.